Hello and welcome to 25 Cents, an Apple Arcade podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Nick. Each episode, we'll be talking about the Apple Arcade games we've tried, what we keep going back to, what we think might be great games to check out if you've got kids, and preview upcoming games. You can find us wherever you list of podcasts or on the web at goodstuff.fm. Welcome back to 25 Cents, Nick. How are you doing? Good. How's your... Uh... At least we had a little break here uh, with other workloads and stuff taking over our time. But uh, back into the saddle, I always find it's it's always hard to get back into like the rhythms of normal life. And this to me is part of like recording podcasts is part of normal life and things I want to do. But uh, it's always like gets pushed down the priority list as other. Well, I mean, sometimes when paying work comes along, you kind of have to. <laughs> Not surprisingly, we don't get rich doing podcasts at Good Stuff yet anyway. So yeah, I, I don't think we have any of uh, arcade developers banging at our door for sponsorships. <laughs> Although I do have, I just connected the dots thanks to Twitter that uh, Noodle Cake Studios actually is right here in town. They're the makers of uh, Super Stickman Golf, which was a really popular game uh, a few years ago on iOS and, and probably other platforms too. And uh, yeah, I should go find their address and just like bang on their door <laughs> to get. See if they want to sponsor our <laughs> podcast, but we'll see where that comes. They do actually have an Apple Arcade one. We'll get to that uh, game in Apple Arcade that we'll get to in a bit. But uh, so last episode, we decided to play uh, Doomsday Vault. And uh, and Nick, how did you make out with Doomsday Vault? Uh, played it with my son. Uh, we finished it. There are basically 10 levels right now. Um, there's a notification when you finish that there are more levels coming. So that that uh, that's pretty exciting. I, I liked it. It's got... A good aesthetic. It's um, uh, definitely accessible to a younger audience because of the controls, um, and it's got kind of a you know cool setting message. I thought. Um, what do you think? Yeah, it's. Um, I'm. I don't know. I think maybe twenty five percent of the way through. I every episode. I feel like I have to preface with the asterisks that our family got a switch, and it's just next to impossible to not when when you have a Zelda Breath of the Wild calling you or any number of games on the Apple Arcade. It's just like, I, I know <laughs> it's the siren <laughs> call of the switch that wins every time. I, I, I apologize to podcast listeners. And like I said, I'm going to try not to turn it into a switch podcast, but it's really hard not to go down that route. But uh, that being said, I really like the game. I, I think I was, I had a higher expectation for how fun it would actually be. It feels a little bit like, um, portal like in the sense or like every game since portal came out where it's like go get this box put it on a thing that'll open this door then you have to like and there's been games like that before obviously too this is um this one i feel like is maybe a little bit slower moving which is good for definitely the younger set i think whenever i this one when i showed my kids it it wasn't didn't have the visually it had the appeal but when they actually started playing it it kind of they lost a little interest with it just because it doesn't move that fast which there are some Mm -hmm. puzzles i found like some of the where the water's going down or up i guess and you're running out of energy and you have to get through a thing quickly enough that's where you know the excitement and like sort of the challenge of the actual game itself came through there's obviously puzzle challenges but in terms of like interactive video game kind of faster paced challenges um, were few and far between in it. But um, I really dug, like you sort of touched on, but I dug the controls. They worked really well mobile. I didn't ever feel a need to go grab a controller. Um, sometimes going up and down stairs or up and onto a block was a little bit frustrating, like dismounting or whatever from that. 
uh, pushing the right direction down and and then moving. Uh, but I don't know what did like you got further in the game. I guess how did you did the puzzles kind of ramp up and and difficulty? I would say the the puzzles didn't really ramp up too much, but the the difficulty and speed required, especially on the last last level, definitely ramped up. Um, mm. There was you know one or two places where we got stuck for a little while, just kind of not seeing the the thing we needed to move or interact with to to get to the next puzzle. I would say overall the sort of the graph underlying the puzzles, like what you have to do in order, is fairly simple, which I think again is why it's a pretty accessible game for younger players. Mm-hmm. Um, the but yeah, the last level, my son basically had to hand it over to me because there's a, several sections of quick laser dodging you have to do. So you you have to wait for the laser to pass. You know, swipe, 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 wait, swipe, 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 wait. That kind of move. Um, and that was not uh, that was beyond his abilities at at this stage uh, as a as a six year old touch player. Yeah, and so I think I think like again, like we kind of keep coming back to. I think for me, I, I definitely it feels like a game I would finish. In answer to that, sort of our one of our questions about games is, would you finish it? Is it worth keeping on your phone? And I definitely think it's something that I'll keep going back to and just pick away at slowly. I'm not in a in a hurry to finish it again. Um, I guess I was thinking about like if, if someday comes where heaven forbid for the podcast, I guess I cancel Apple arcade. Um, and so then would I spend that month, let's say I'm going to cancel at the end of this month or whatever, would I spend that month quickly trying to like wrap up all the games to get my money's worth out of it? Or would I just kind of walk away? And I think, I feel like this one is definitely one where I'd want to go back to, and just to sort of see what the story is. Cause they did put a lot of thought into like sort of the mechanics and why you're collecting seeds and, and, uh, like we'll touch on it a bit as far as how that reflects on what's going on in the real world and climate change and things like that that you can kind of learn about through this um but uh but yeah it's not something that i'm like i need to finish and again the asterisks of the of zelda hanging over my head i guess <laughs> right yeah what what completion are you at in uh, breath of the wild <laughs> i have no it feels like a massive game i have no concept of how far into it maybe is there maybe there's a measure somewhere 25 percent, maybe i think i don't know i'm we're kind of like each of us, because it's a single player game and there's three of us that are wanting to play it at various times. And so we're all kind of like leapfrogging each other and like, oh, have you got here? Have you got here? And then kind of comparing notes. So, um, but yeah. Gotcha. This is not a yeah, Switch so podcast. In, <laughs> not, not yet anyway, I hear. Um, I, I'll, have to, I'll have to start adjusting the household budget if we're going to Switch. Yeah, that'll be a, a, a Patreon goal. We'll get Nicholas a Switch. So we can yeah. Pivot. Yeah. Um, the yeah so the the sort of it it has a little bit of edutainment elements to it because as you complete each level you are collecting the seeds for a particular plant and it gives you kind of a description of of the plant and how it would be useful in for lack of a better phrase rebuilding the world and then you there's this sort of vault uh non-game section where you're running around and planting the seeds and refreshing your nutrients um the only thing that seemed to happen, each each seed, you can plant up to 100 of them. If you collected all 100 nutrients in a level, you can plant up to 10 seeds at a time. Otherwise, it's, you know, divide by 10, round down. It's like if you collected uh, 55 nutrients in a level, you'll be able to plant five seeds at a time. So it'll take you 20 rounds of planting. Mm-hmm. All that seems to happen when you get to 100 seeds planted is the room is completely full of whatever you're planting and you get an achievement. Uh, in game center and as far as replayability i i kind of i I kind of think anyways there's limited replayability um long term 
how about you? Like, would, is this something where you go back to, I guess, I can see when our kids are older and if we still had Apple Arcade, then I'd be like, hey, yeah, you should try this game. But like for me personally, I don't think I would go back and replay. Yeah, other other than like I said, maybe finishing the few levels where we didn't manage to spot all the nutrients, you know, get them get those to 100%. Right. I don't see yeah. replaying a level that I've already fully completed. There's like you said, it's it's a fairly simple game, it's accessible for young kids. There's just not a lot there uh in terms of exploring the level. Like you pretty much go through the level, do the puzzle and and you're done. There's not a lot of opportunity to wander around and you know, some of that may be a limitation of these are at their core mobile games, so they can only be so big. You know, you're not going to have a world like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and that's, um, but it is like it is an interesting kind of mechanic, and that I, I do kind of wonder with Apple Arcade. And this is where I was thinking, like, to interview somebody like a Noodle Cake here, even locally or whatever, about the experience of working with Apple Arcade because visually it, it feels like it has to be good. The games have to be visually appealing in order to get, if not get on Apple Arcade, at least get featured by Apple so that your game gets played. Um, and so a lot of emphasis, I feel like, is put into the visual feel of the game and whether there's as much depth to uh, some of the games, I guess we'll see as we play play through them. Um, not to say there isn't replayability on a lot of other games that we've done, like Dear Reader and others that we keep mm-hmm. coming back to. So, um yeah. What and speaking of which, I guess that's a nice transition in terms of games we keep going back to. Uh, what have you been playing over the last few weeks since we last recorded? Uh, pretty much the same too. Uh, Dear Reader and uh, Grindstone. <laughs> um, Grindstone is it's just it's like the the right in my puzzle sweet spot. You know, you kind of you you look at the layout of the level on any given move and you figure out the best thing you can do for the best combo and. Um, try to get all three of the special unlocks every level. That That's exactly the kind of casual mobile game I really love. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> on Dear Reader, I think my son saw me playing at some point, maybe near bedtime, and he goes, how is this even a game? It's just reading. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good point. And I know that actually that's part of the reason why I think uh, that – it's appealing for me to play. Sorry, I shouldn't be trying to. I was. I actually. I have to confess that I downloaded Grindstone now too because I was like, "Well, Nicholas keeps talking about it. I better have it on my phone." I haven't started up yet, but it definitely seems like that kind of like puzzle slash fun animation stuff right up my wheelhouse too. Um, so, but yeah, Dear Reader is kind of fun because aside from the noises, so I often have to turn off the sound effects that are in the game so I don't alert everybody around me that there's a game happening right now. <laughs> when they do come over and look. It's not really like it doesn't grab them. They're certainly like interested in what's going on, but they're not like sticking around to watch the way if I was playing like Grindstone or or Doomsday Vault or almost any of the other games that I have uh, on Apple Arcade right now. They would be instantly watching and then asking to use my phone to play the game. Right. Whereas Dear Reader is kind of like a nice. Uh, it's a. It's just for me time. <laughs> yeah, the more meditative, it's like your equivalent of doing Sudoku or a crossword puzzle or something. Yeah, yeah. Or almost like I'm reading an article about podcasting or whatever, and they kind of just see it, and then they're like, ah, not as interested. So, um, Right. Which is a whole meta discussion that we've had with our kids who are reading lots, and but getting into a lot of graphic novels and getting lazy about reading, quote-unquote. I don't think of I think graphic novels are real books, but just whatever, long-form books, I guess, would be the... The equivalent, anyways. That's just hitting a nerve here for <laughs> what we're gotcha. with at home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely am also yeah, dear reader, and then I'm sure Grindstone will be right in there. 
the the ones that we've touched on before uh, i was just looking at my 25 cent folder on my phone and so inmost brawls uh the rink and even what the golf are kind of like and again asterisks the switch but <laughs> are kind of like left behind right now uh playing the current one we're doing doomsday vault and then deer reader is what i keep going back to yeah so i'm at uh level 134 in grindstone but yeah i haven't touched the rink or inmost uh in in a while i i was kind of playing a little more what the golf after we discussed it on the episode but haven't touched in a few days at least um and then there's some others that i've tried that i've already deleted some of those too we might want to discuss on a future episode i suppose so i haven't always explored them fully right yeah yeah you were mentioning uh, you'd linked that uh or mentioned here in our notes areas like what the golf got a game of the year on the upgradees which is another podcast relay.fm's podcast the upgrade show or upgrade i guess it's called um which we'll link to but episode 278 was their sort of awards for the year and game game of the year they got for ios was given to what the golf which is i think worthy a worthy award for sure for that game and you're you said he's at 98 percent completion i didn't actually listen to that episode but 98 percent completion on what the golf yeah, uh, that was his. That was his claim, at least, uh, and I assume it is true. That's a that's a good amount of playtime compared to what I've put in. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably good that I mean, I guess there's a screen time tracking on on iOS, but they don't. The game itself doesn't. Uh, it's necessarily tell you how long you've played. Some of them <laughs> don't really want to know that. Sometimes with video games, but yeah, <laughs> Warcraft had a slash played command you could type, and it would tell you how many days you had spent on a particular character and uh oh yeah, yeah. that was like world of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah sometimes it's best not to build those things into your games because <laughs> almost self-shaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh so in, in listener feedback you had mentioned uh just something about uh, some friends on their podcast or game show or something there uh yeah so my friends uh cory and brian cory was actually a, a guildmate in world of warcraft and we've stayed in touch uh when i from since i play, stopped playing and he has a video game podcast that's been running for, I think, five years now called A Starting Point, mostly PC focus with a, and console focus. Uh, they gave us a, a shout out uh, their last uh, their last episode. Cool. Shoutengine.com slash starting point looks like. We'll have the link in the, the show notes. Um, if you've got a question or comment about a game that we've played or a game we should play, you can reach us on Twitter for sure at 25 Cent Arcade. I'm um, just throwing that in there for listener feedback. And then, of course, uh, the Patreon for good stuff, patreon.com slash good stuff, uh, if you want to support the show as well and join our Discord where there's fun conversations happening about games, TikTok, Wolf's. Breakfast ketchup. Ketchup, yeah. <laughs> Which definitely is allowed at the dinner table, a breakfast table. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll just slip that in there, see if anybody's listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the game for for next episode, um, you had a few here. Tell pitch me your 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 games that you're thinking for next episode. Yeah, so there was um, there was a new release that involved uh, space that looked like a space action survival thing that might be interesting called No Way Home. Uh, haven't looked into it. I think it came out last week. Uh, the Independent Games Festival nominated um, Mutazione. A, I'm not Italian, mutation in <laughs> Italian for several different awards. Uh, so those m- both might be interesting. I think in my case, both of those are not ones that are playable with a kid just at a glance. Uh, right. 
and then you had a few to to consider. Yeah, I was the only one. I was mentioned earlier, Enchanted World by the local guys here, local folks. Uh, New Locate Games uh, was one option, and and there's one I forgot to make a note of. Uh, let me just quickly fire open Apple Arcade here, or the App Store, I guess. Oh, I can't remember. There's the featured one right now is called There Right Behind You, which looks kind of like I don't know if you ever played Mirror's Edge ever. Where you're like, yeah, it's I like did. a runner. It looks like a platform runner, but a little bit of that style. And I find those kind of like platform runners, like it's a simple gimmick or uh, genre, I guess, in gaming, mobile gaming especially. That just it works really well. They're not. There's not nothing altogether unique about it uh, from game to game, but the sort of wrapping of it looks interesting. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm getting lost now. I, I, I told Nicholas before we recorded that maybe we wouldn't do the trailer thing, and now I'm like, got, got myself watching the trailer. On. <laughs> it's like like a linear platform where you can't like go, you know, back. It's not. It's a 3D world, but you're only on one path basically through that world. Um, right. Looks visually interesting and really good, but um, yeah, I'm also fine putting it on our two playlist as well. What did I say it was called? Stella? No, they're right behind you. Stella's the company that makes it i think somehow i saw <laughs> i don't know which uh what's your pick is there anybody watching in the stream let's see uh, shout out us in the chat room if you're watching you have a, a pick but what's your pick oh you know i think uh enchanted world sounds uh pretty good to me i think i noticed that on when we were in a an apple store a couple months ago but after arcade launch that's on their demo ipads for arcade oh is yeah enchanted world right and and you said they're a local developer for you. So that that sounds like a good good fit. Yeah, I'm not sure if they they're a publisher for sure, and whether they actually developed it or not is the other. They with the success of Super Super Stickman, that's my, my mouth freezing is coming to play here. With the success of uh, Super Stickman Golf, I know they were able to then turn into a publisher as well as a developer. And so I think I don't know. I'm not sure how it all lists it because it's they're listed as the seller and copyright to them. But at any rate, they're involved. With Enchanted, I don't want to claim that they built it if they didn't actually, and someone else actually deserves credit for that. But um, yeah, won some awards in 2018. So as a must have been a, when it was maybe in development or something, best upcoming game. Uh, and it's a puzzle or as well, which I think works works well. Like you said, with our aesthetic and uh, and interests for sure, <laughs> and it looks like something you probably could play with kids as well. It looks like it's kid safe. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'll have to see if he's he's interested in it. Uh, otherwise, I'll just play it myself. Yeah. Uh, so I think I also noticed you'd uh, you'd mentioned that was it John over at Mac Rumors has been doing a new column on Apple Arcade games. Uh, we could link to that too. Yeah, or on uh, not Mac Rumors um, or not Mac Mac Rumors, Stories uh, Mac Stories Mac Stories yes. Mac Yeah, uh, there's a you can edit that out and replace it with an apology to Federico. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it looks like John Voorhees, I think is how you say his name, has been doing a little more deeper dive on on Apple Arcade games, which he just reviewed uh, Pilgrims, which is a Czech studio, it looks like, and um, sort of a card-based adventure game that looks really fun. It's I'm just like a sucker for like really good, not like the uh, realistic graphics, but just really well done, interesting visuals that then the game might not, like I was saying earlier, might not always have like depth to it that actually is what I want when I play the game, but uh, but visually it looks really fun and interesting, um, and makes me want to buy an iPad actually. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same studio that did uh, Machinarium uh, several years back, which which has that same oh, sort yeah. of hand drawn uh, 
yeah. art art style. I, I tried a, a little bit and got stuck pretty quickly on one of the item puzzles, but we could definitely revisit that one too at some point. So yeah, something to check out. We'll we'll I'll definitely from time to time either of us will retweet stuff that we see, news and articles and reviews and things of games that and hardware, I guess, related to Apple Arcade for sure. If you follow us on Twitter at twenty five cent twenty five C arcade. Um and uh and put that one on our list of games to play as well. I think it looks fun. Um so yeah, Apple Arcade Highlights is the column it looks like that he's writing. So a bit of a deep dive on uh, some new games that he's come across. So cool. Um, but on that note, I need to go uh, warm up the car because it's minus crazy outside and uh, go try and eat with a frozen mouth. But uh, thank you for listening to 25 Cents, an Apple Arcade podcast. You can find me on Twitter at iChris. And you can find me on Twitter and most everywhere else as Ultra Nerd. That's N U R D. And you can find 25 cents wherever you listen to podcasts, of course. And be sure to check out the Good Stuff Patreon, patreon.com slash goodstuff. And thank you for watching. If you're watching on the Twitch stream, we sometimes, usually, always, often stream live, twitch.tv slash GSFM. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Adios. Bye. <laughs>